Well, friends, welcome back to the Created to Thrive podcast. Today, we have another powerful episode of finding freedom through forgiveness, how to forgive others as well as yourself. And I'm your host, Lori Snyder, and I'm going to be sharing from my own personal experience, as well as years of being a spiritual mentor and Bible teacher. And today we're going to talk about the transformative power of forgiveness, examining what it is and what it's not, and then how do we actually extend forgiveness towards others, including God and ourselves. See, I used to be bound by bitterness and unforgiveness, and so I have had to walk out this journey myself, as well as helping countless others do it as well. And I had a lot of unresolved trauma that kept me stuck, and as a result, I was physically sick. And I had heard multiple sermons on forgiveness, but never one on how to actually forgive from my heart not just my head, how to go through that emotional process and discovery. And I didn't even realize that I needed to forgive myself because the biggest hindrance that I had was forgiving myself for past mistakes. And I had learned how to eventually release other people and forgive them but I still hadn't done it for myself. And it wasn't until one morning during my quiet time when I was really complaining to the Lord. And then I simply realized I was putting myself above Jesus by not forgiving myself. Because what I was really doing was saying that his sacrifice and the blood that he shed on the cross for me wasn't enough for me to forgive myself. I was holding myself to a higher standard, which was really pride. So I chose to surrender to his love for me, and then I started a process of learning how to forgive myself, releasing this process. And I've also helped countless others walk through this. And I started to see a pattern when people wanted healing and I would pray for them. There was often a root of unforgiveness, a lot of times towards themselves. And so I actually would ask them a question, have you ever forgiven yourself for X, Y, Z? And I also took that from a pattern that I saw in the Bible, that when Jesus was ministering healing, he would often say that their sins were forgiven. So I saw a pattern of sins being forgiven and then healing happening in their soul and in their body. So that's really where a lot of this comes from today that I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you go through this process. And I want to help you thrive. So that's what this is all about And I'm going to give you a free resource to help you walk through this process, even on a deeper level. So you're not going to want to miss that. And it's going to be talked, I'm going to talk about it at the end of the episode. So listen to this whole thing, because I'm going to walk you through this process, but then have a free resource to take you on a deeper level. All right. But first, this episode is sponsored by Access More. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like religion, culture, family, entertainment, and more. From the organizer behind K-Love and Air One Radio, Access More has curated a library of podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Torn Wells, and Bob Goff. 
If you're a fan of this show, I know you will find encouragement, hope, and joy through the many inspirational conversations about faith at accessmore.com. All right, before we dive in, let's address some common misconceptions about forgiveness. We're going to debunk some myths and unveil the truth about forgiveness. When we talk about forgiveness, it does not mean that we are minimizing or condoning the pain caused by others. Forgiveness is not about forgetting or excusing the wrongdoings inflicted upon us. It is about choosing to release the emotional and spiritual burden that bitterness and resentment place upon our hearts. Forgiveness does not say that we trust someone because trust is earned and it is built over time. There is a fruit of repentance. So there should be evidence that someone has actually made changes and that they're not just saying they're sorry. Forgiveness also does not mean reconciliation. That's a big one. It's only part of that reconciliation process. It's kind of like that starting point. It's a choice that you're making. There are so many other important elements such as boundaries, accountability, healing, etc., for reconciling a relationship. And so that's going to be a topic for another time. So let's talk about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is really what it means is to send forth, to not retain something. In the Greek, it means to send from oneself, to forsake, to put away, to put off. And it refers to the act of putting something away or laying it aside. It really means to let go of an obligation that someone owes you something. It's to release someone from a personal debt. It means really to send away. So you are not going to retain what someone did to you, and you're not going to hold on to it. It means to send it away. And that's really just in general what that word forgiveness means. And that's why I say it's a gift that you give yourself, because you are not going to be the judge of that. You are going to release that judgment to the Lord, because he is the only just judge. So let's talk about why it's vital for us to embrace forgiveness. It all starts with the understanding of the incredible depth of God's forgiveness towards us. We are recipients of his grace and mercy, and we're called to extend that same forgiveness to others. By doing so, we mirror God's love, and we walk in alignment with his heart. You've heard me say we are an expression of him, and we are to release his love, life, and light into our sphere of influence. So let's consider the power of forgiving others. When we harbor unforgiveness, it imprisons us in a cycle of pain and bitterness, and it affects our relationships, our well-being, and even our physical health. But when we choose to forgive, we break free from those chains and we open ourselves up to healing, restoration, and deep inner peace. And that's why Jesus said so much that we needed to forgive other people. Because when we don't forgive, it creates a barrier between our vertical relationship with the Lord, and then also our horizontal relationship with others. So why do we need to forgive ourselves? 
Well, often we are our own harshest critics, and we're burdened by guilt and shame and self-condemnation. And that's where I lived for way too many years. However, God's forgiveness is limitless, and he invites us to fully receive it. And so when we do forgive ourselves, we release that heavy weight of self-judgment, and we embrace a newfound sense of self-acceptance and love. I do want to address the challenging aspect of forgiving God. And I know that might be a, a weird concept for you, but anytime there's frustration or anger towards anything, towards a person, towards God, towards yourself, recognize that's an opportunity for forgiveness. And at times we may feel disappointed or let down by the circumstances in our lives. And we may feel let down by God. But it's important to remember that God is not the source of our pain. Rather, he is the source of healing and restoration. And if you've listened to my podcast in the past, you know that I talk a lot about God's true nature, his character, because we've got to know who he truly is, not what we might think about him or not the human characteristics we've placed upon him, but who he truly is and then who we are in relationship to him as his son, as his daughter. So by choosing to forgive God, we surrender our limiting understanding and we trust in his perfect plan, allowing his peace to permeate our hearts. And remember, forgiveness is a journey and it's not always easy, but it is so worth every step. And like I've said before, I've had healings and miracles happen in my body through the process of forgiveness. So let's talk about how do we actively pursue forgiveness in our own lives, all right? So first, let's first start by acknowledging the pain we've experienced. You've got to allow yourself to feel the emotions that arise, giving yourself permission to grieve and process. And a lot of times this gets sidestepped. We in the church, when I say we, the church community, what's been taught whole in the church is we're quick to go to forgiveness. If you're hurt by someone, we automatically go, let's go right into forgiveness. We need to forgive. Well, I'm just going to tell you, our heart needs time to process. And so you don't have to go quickly into forgiveness. It is a process. We first have to become self-aware. We have to learn how do I embrace acknowledge the emotions, those strong emotions that I'm feeling, that pain, that rejection, that anger. And then I have to make a conscious choice to forgive. And that is so important. And when someone had asked me about what is my definition of freedom, I said, really, it's the power to choose. And Forgiveness is a choice I have to make of my own free will. God does not supersede our free will. That's why there had to be two trees in the Garden of Eden, the power to choose because love requires a choice. And so likewise, forgiveness has to be a choice of our free will that has to take time to do sometimes. You can't just automatically go into autopilot and say you forgive because you've got to forgive from your heart. So first of all, you acknowledge the pain 
And then you make a conscious choice to forgive. And I have this in my free resource. So at the end, I will give you the link and it'll also be in the show notes. I will walk you through this process in my free resource. But for today, you're going to speak it aloud saying, I choose to forgive and you name the person for their specific offense, what they did to you. And you name that and you go through that. So you've got to allow, first of all, God's love and grace to empower you to make this decision. And you start by acknowledging your emotions. And like I said, when we feel frustration or anger, it's actually an indicator that there's something or someone, including ourselves, that we need to forgive. And by recognizing this, we're already taking a step towards freedom. So we acknowledge the need for forgiveness, and we can actually begin that practice. And so I choose of my free will to forgive, let's just say in this case, my friend, my friend Cindy, for um, speaking badly about myself to someone else, let's just say. So we choose to forgive that person for what they did, and you list that specific thing that caused you pain or harm. And like I said, it's important to name the feelings. A lot of times we were never given permission to express those, or we feel like, can I really be honest? Like, I'm mad at my pastor. Can I really say that I'm offended by my pastor? Or again, we've got to give ourselves permission to express how we felt, and that's part of that releasing process. And again, I use these examples. I'm not, I don't have anything specific right now in mind. So don't be offended if you're <laughs> thinking I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just talking about we've got to go through this because it's like lancing a wound that is infected. We've got to release that to release that infection. So in this process, sometimes more things will come to mind. So we've got to keep asking ourselves, Lord, is there anything else? And we just keep doing that. And there might be a whole list. So that's why I have this free resource for you to help you go through this process to first recognize, to write it out, and then be able to name it. So you go through anything until you just come up blank. And then so after you've gone through all those hurts and emotions, you shift your perspective. Now you're going to choose to release judgments that you've made about that person. And again, that includes God and yourself. Judgments are like a logjam in our soul, and they prevent the life of Christ from flowing out from our spirit through our soul and into our physical body, because we are a spirit, soul, and body, and it's got to go through that soul realm, our mind, our will, and emotions, and it involves our imagination. We need to remove that plank from our own eye before we can remove the speck from another's, the scripture says. You know, and Jesus demonstrates this on the cross for us when he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. He had a whole different perspective than what we would think, because we would think, well, sure, they knew what they were doing. They knew they wanted to kill him. They kept saying, crucify him. But Jesus knew spiritually they did not know what they were doing. And that's even confirmed in Scripture from 1 Corinthians 2.8. And it says, none of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So people don't know. You don't know the motivation that caused them to do what they did. 
So it's so important that you recognize you are not the judge. You don't know what caused them. You don't know the motive of their heart. That's not your job. Your job is to release that responsibility for justice to the Lord. And boy, this was a big lesson I had to learn. Trust me. I wanted to get even. I have a high um, resolve for um, justice, and I wanted justice, but I have a very limited understanding in how that should be acted upon. So I had to trust the Lord to do that in his way. And so I had to release mercy over them. And that's part of that forgiveness prayer is releasing mercy over them. I am not the judge. It is God's job. They have to answer to the Lord for what they did. And they have to face consequences in this life because of their action. But forgiving them releases my heart from that attachment. It means to send forth, to send it away. So I'm sending that judgment away and putting it on the Lord who is the just judge. Make sense? And so finally, we need to bless this person. And boy, I get a lot of pushback from people on this. They're like, I don't want to bless them. Yes, we bless them because it brings us to the rest of the way of seeing that person the way God sees them. And, you know, I had to do this when I was separated from my husband. The Lord really just was talking to me, to my heart. I never heard an audible voice, but just in my heart, in my quiet time, the Lord just asked me, Lori, can you pray to see your husband's heart the way I see it? And this was the Lord speaking to my heart. I needed to pray, God, show me Fred's heart the way you see it. And I had to mean that from my heart so I truly could see with the eyes of my heart, not from my natural eyes or my understanding. And that's really important. And then I had to forgive him, release him, and then bless him. And Jesus just showed me his example on the cross, <laughs> that if he could forgive the worst of the worst, he forgave people who nailed him to the cross. They were torturing him, and he forgave them. If he can do that, and he said he gives me the power to do everything in his name and the power that he has commanded. So if he commands us to forgive because he loves us and he gives us the power to do it. So we do bless. So we have to choose to bless them. Again, it's a choice. We pray blessing over them just like we would want someone to pray and bless us. And I like to do it in a way that I say that I bless this person to have an encounter with God's love for them that would turn their hearts towards Jesus for salvation and healing. Now, I know, friend, this might be hard at first like it was for me, but keep doing it. Keep, I kept going back to how I needed forgiveness and how I wanted to experience God's blessing. So if I freely receive I freely need to give. And that's why I said this is a process. This is not just an easy, quick, go-to thing. But once you start doing it, it does become easy. And now it's like automatic. I recognize and I go through this process. And it sets me free. And then I watch God work on my behalf where I don't take justice in my own hand. You know, I, a scripture I, men, I memorized a long time ago is, Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. And I just released that to him. And I said, all right, Lord, you are Lord. I am not Lord of my life. 
you are Lord of my life, and I follow you. So finally, I just want to say, practice self-compassion. Remember that forgiveness is a process, and it takes time. So be patient with yourself as you navigate the ups and downs of this journey, and trust that God is with you every step of the way. And just so you know, it's very common that after you have forgiven someone, you will have hurtful feelings and memories come back up. It's completely normal. You just release and bless them again, just like you need to refresh the browser on your computer screen at times. It doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven them. It just means this is a process of the journey. And especially if you're in a relationship with someone, there will probably be instances where you need to forgive them on the daily. So that's just normal. Just remember that every time you forgive, you are releasing yourself from that judgment and you're putting it on the Lord. So in saying that, I want to encourage you to not walk this journey alone. As you journey through forgiveness, seek support and guidance from trusted mentors, counselors, spiritual leaders, or just someone that is a close friend. Surround yourself with a community that understands the transformative power of forgiveness and can walk alongside you. In um, the book of James, it says, confess your trespasses or sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And that has been a scripture that I have held on to for there's healing in relationships. When we share our struggles with our closest friends or that spiritual mentor or a counselor or a therapist, we are actually reprogramming our brain. We're creating new healthy neural pathways to actually start that healing process. And it is scriptural. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you have people in your circle to help you walk through this. And like I said, I have a free resource for you to help you become self-aware and walk through the process of forgiveness. So go to my website, lauriksnyder.com, free resources, and I will have that link in the show notes. But friend, if you would share this episode with your friends, someone who needs help, in that forgiveness process. Maybe it's forgiving themselves. They've never forgiven themselves. They need to be set free. And especially as we're experiencing freedom here, uh, Independence Day here in the United States, we need to experience the true freedom. And it says that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. So we've got to know the true freedom that only Jesus can offer. And so in conclusion, forgiveness is a gift that we give ourselves. It's an act of liberation and expression of love. And as we extend forgiveness to others and ourselves, we experience a profound freedom that radiates into every area of our life. Friend, thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored. And I pray that this episode of Embracing Freedom Through Forgiveness has blessed you. And may you find the strength and courage to embrace forgiveness and step into a life of abundant joy, peace, and freedom. God bless.